0: Welcome to the Fantasy Inn, where we share our love for all things fantasy and discuss the broader speculative fiction industry. I'm your host, Travis Tippins. Wow, it's only been six months since our $25 Patreon bonus episode, and it's already time for us to release our $50 bonus episode. Thank you so much to all of our Patreon supporters. We couldn't do this without you. And a special shout out to our producer level patrons, Arturo, Gareth, Ian, Owen, and Pirate. This episode, I asked authors to share some of their most memorable stories from attending conventions. You know, that cool thing we all used to be able to do. I hope you enjoy this special bonus episode. And stay tuned to the end to hear about some of the exciting extras we have coming up.
1: Hello, my name is Yoon Ha Lee. I'm the author of the Machineries of Empire series, as well as the middle grade space opera, Dragon Crawl. And I have a convention story that I'm not sure I should admit to. But basically, when I went to Dublin Worldcon, a Korean contact paid for my plane ticket. and. convention fee. And this was extremely flattering. She had a reporter in tow. They interviewed me. You know, I thought it was a little bit unusual, but maybe not completely unprecedented. And the week after that, I learned that the very nice, very charming Korean lady who had paid for my plane tickets was actually a con artist. She had scammed the South Korean government out of an arts grant to support Korean science fiction. And that was how she had paid for my plane ticket. And I don't know what happened to her, but it was... I was like, wow, she seemed like such a nice person, but I guess that's how you become a scam artist, like by making people think you're a really nice, charming person. I'm kind of afraid to ask what became of her. Like, did they arrest her? Did they ever get the money back? Do I have to pay them back the cost of my plane ticket? Nobody's contacted me, so I don't know. My my I asked my father, and he's like, well, you're a bystander in this situation. You couldn't possibly be expected to keep track of Korean con artists uh yeah it was a it was a very <laughs> interesting experience
2: hi i'm Alex E. hero and my embarrassing answer to this question is that i have never actually been to an in-person convention at all <laughs> as a writer or a fan the closest i've come is that this year i did the virtual nebulas and it was absolutely lovely. It was maybe my favorite virtual event that I've done so far because I got to personally myself with my actual eyes and mouth interview Lois McMaster Bujold, who is like a personal god to me. And I've read literally everything she's ever written. So it was fantastic. And I, what's silly is that, like, in the programming stuff, like, because I was a finalist. And so they've been like, if there's any programming you want to be a part of, let us know. And I was like, just if there's a way. That I can like submit some questions for the Bujold interview. Like I, I really feel like I've been prepping all of my life for this moment. <laughs> and they were like, "Great, you can interview her." And I was like, "Oh my god!"
3: <laughs> my name is Anna Stevens, author of the Goblin Trilogy and the forthcoming. Songs of the Drowned trilogy, beginning with the Stone Knife. And my most memorable story from attending a convention was um, Worldcon 2019 in Dublin, when I somehow managed to wrangle an invitation to go out drinking with Joe Abercrombie and Joe Hill, um, along with Australian author Sam Hawke. And I ended up chatting with Joe Hill about the British public information films of the 1970s, uh, which were designed to absolutely terrify children into not doing dangerous stuff. And I even found a few of them on YouTube and played them for him. So I like to think that I might have contributed to his horror career just a little bit.
4: Hi, I'm Mike Chen. I'm the author of We Could Be Heroes. And my most memorable story from attending a convention is when I, my wife and I went to a Star Trek convention and we paid a lot of money to take a picture with Patrick Stewart. And I had a very brief conversation with Patrick Stewart and it went like this. So we went up to, to him, like we were directed, do not touch him. Do not say anything to him, (laughs) stand next to him and smile. So we did that. And then the photographer uh, said, "Okay." And then we stepped away and the photographer said, wait, you blinked. And he pointed at me and then uh, he asked us to go back and take the photo again. And so we walk up there and I tell Patrick Stewart, I'm sorry, I blinked. And Patrick Stewart said, oh, dear. And then we took the photo and then we left. And that is my... Uh, That is my conversation with Patrick Stewart that I will always remember on.
5: I'm Marie Brennan and also half of M.A. Carrick. My memorable con story actually comes from Basically, the the first con I ever really attended, or no, second con I attended, it was the first world fantasy I had gone to. And this was when I was in graduate school. And so I'm a starving grad student. I'm doing this on a shoestring budget. I volunteered for the con, which meant I was allowed to attend on a supporting membership, which was only like $35. And I drove out to DC from Indiana with two friends of mine who also wanted to go to the con and were volunteering. So it's the three of us in a car, so we don't have to pay for plane tickets. And a friend of mine lived walking distance from the convention convention. He had just moved out of that apartment, but he was able to extend his lease through the weekend. So the three of us are there with our sleeping bags, sleeping on the floor of his empty apartment, walking to the con, uh, volunteering and eating our meals out of the con suite for the most part so that we can save money. So it's the very first day and my friend Darja and I are sitting in the con suite and we've made ourselves some sandwiches and there's this big table. Somebody goes kind of edging past me between the table and the wall to get to one of the seats that was open further down. And I glance over and this name badge goes swinging past at eye level that says Jane Yolen. And I kind of have this frozen moment with like sandwich halfway to my mouth because I haven't gone to a lot of conventions at this point. And so the whole... Authors are human beings. Like, I know this, but I don't know this. And so I'm kind of having this moment of Jane Yolen eats sandwiches. Like <laughs> Jane Yolen is a real person who eats things. <laughs> and she sits down at the table and starts chatting with us. I'm, like, I'm talking to Jane Yolen. <laughs> And we end up mentioning that, yeah, we had driven out from Indiana because we're graduate students there. Uh, and she asks, you know, what are we studying? We, we mentioned that we're students at Indiana University and she asks what we're studying and we say folklore. And because she's Jane Yolin, she knows folklore like really well, which means that she knows that IU had the first folklore department in the country. Like, if you are interested in that field, IU is a meaningful place to talk about. So she was like all impressed that we were IU folklore students and we're sitting there going, you're Jane Yolen. (laughs) Holy crap. So that was one of my very memorable con experiences.
2: I'm Alys Helms, and I am also one half of M.A. Carrick. And one of the writers that impacted me a lot in my teens was Catherine Kurtz and her Dorini books. And it's actually where I kind of get my love for things like ritual magic, uh, because she gets into that a lot. And I was just, I was all over that as a teenager. So I actually got to chance to meet her at a PhilCon back in like 1999 when I was an undergrad uh, studying in, in Philadelphia. And I was nervous to meet her, but then some people like... You know, I was kind of hovering around, and some other people were like, "You know, do you want to talk to her?" And I'm like, "No, no, I can't possibly." And so they kind of pushed me forward, and I basically just burst into tears all over her, telling her how much how important her books were to me and how much they like helped me through a difficult teenage years and saved my life and all this other stuff. But she was perfectly lovely. She was very gracious, and actually later, at when the con was ending, she ended up inviting me to tag along on a field trip that one of the local Freemasons had arranged for her to tour the Masonic Temple in Philadelphia, including a bunch of like the secret places that are not on the usual tour. Um, so I, she, she invited me along to that. So I got to tag along with them on that. And then the next summer, uh, which is the field school where Marie and I met, after the field school was over, she had invited me to Ireland to basically visit her in her castle and have tea with her. And so I went to her castle and I had tea with her and I met her cats. And, um, at one point, a, a friend of hers who was a Dominican friar came over and we were chatting with him and he was like, oh yeah, I just stopped by to see Morgan. And then I was saying hi to Anne. And then I came to visit you. And it took me about like 10 minutes into the conversation before I realized that the Morgan he was talking about was Morgan Llewellyn and the Anne he was talking about was Anne McCaffrey and Catherine Kurtz was the third on his stop. And I'm like, you were the coolest Dominican friar ever. So, yeah, so uh, uh, that was that was pretty much amazing. And she she and I, like, I check in with her every so often. I give her updates, and she she's actually read uh, The Mask of Mirrors and, and enjoyed it. And uh, so she is an amazing author, and she is an incredible person. Like, I'm going to get all choked up and cry again. So, yeah, I highly recommend meeting your heroes, as long as your hero is Catherine Kurtz.
6: Hello, I am uh, Fenderson Jelly Clark. And my story that I have, an interesting story from a convention, uh, well, several years ago, it might've been when I was, when I was first attending, uh, some conventions and I think this was at ReaderCon in Boston and it might've been 2015 or so. And so I wasn't a a known published author at the time, but I was lucky enough to be invited to speak on different panels. I think mostly because I'd written essays and blogs that had caught some people's eye, And I can't remember what I was talking about with the audience, but at one point I I blanked on what I was talking about and it had to do with Ottoman rulers in the 14th and 15th century. So I have no idea what the topic was, but as I was blanking, I was looking to the audience and the audience was giving me that look that audiences give you. And they're like, Hey, we're here to help you. Right. If you can't remember. And I remember at one point just looking at them all and saying, doesn't Isn't anyone here up to snuff on their 14th and 15th century Ottoman rulers? And there was this blank look for a while, then laughter. People were like, no, no. Uh, at a convention in Boston, we are not all uh, well-versed on 14th and 15th century Ottoman rulers. And I thought that was a good way to um, break the ice up there because it caused a good bit of laughter. Uh, in my expectations but it also let me know as one person said you are definitely going to be a professor uh, because you had some interesting expectations of we who are not even your students and so that's my uh, story from a convention Hi, everybody. My name is Christopher Paolini,
3: and I'm the author of Aragon and other novels in the Inheritance Cycle. And uh, my latest novel is a big science fiction book, To Sleep in the Sea of Stars, and that just came out in September. So I was asked about, you know, what is my favorite story uh, from going to these various science fiction fantasy conventions over the years? And I have to admit, the question kind of stymied me because (laughs) there have been so many amazing experiences that I've had over the years. But, uh, I was asked to pick one story and, and there is one specific instance that really does stand out in my mind. And this occurred, I don't know, I want to say maybe four or five years ago. And, uh, I was at DragonCon, I think I could be wrong, but I think it was DragonCon and I was doing a signing and it was a lovely line, lots of people, lots of people in costumes And right in the middle of this line, these two parents came up with their, I want to say, like six or seven-year-old son. And I start talking with them, and then they hand me the book to, I think it was a copy of Aragon, to get signed. And there's a sticky note on it with a name written on it, and they say, we'd like to get this signed for our son. And I look at the sticky note, and their son's name was Roran. And again, for those who've read the Aragon novels, you'll recognize that name. Roran is Aragon's cousin. And that was the first time I had ever met someone who had used that name for, you know, one of their children, and it absolutely floored me. There's a reason I'm still telling the story now because when I started writing, when I started writing, I never expected people to necessarily read the books outside of my family, and I certainly never expected anyone to be so touched by the story that they would name their children after one of the characters. So that was that was really really amazing, and. The nicest thing was that young Roran said that he liked his name and actually didn't hate it. So uh, I'll take that as a win.
0: And that wraps up our second Patreon bonus episode. We're planning to do more of these for every $25 milestone on Patreon, with our next bonus episode releasing when we reach $75 per month. But wait, there's more! We will also start hosting quarterly book giveaways on social media, starting very soon. And patrons at the $3 level and above get extra entries. Oh, and we've recently started uploading the videos for most of our interviews for patrons, just in case you want to stare meaningfully into my eyes while you listen to these dulcet tones. Anyways, thank you again for all the support. Words truly cannot express how much it means to us. That's all for this week. Until next time.